Welcome to the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your favorite indie promotion of all time. That being Maine's own Limitless Wrestling. And of course, let's wrestle. My name is Josh Nason. On this week's show, we're going to recap Winds of Change, which just happened this past Saturday, depending on when you're listening to this. And of course, in Yarmouth, Maine, another sellout crowd. Street continues. Really good stuff and bigger stuff coming up this summer. Of course, I'm joined by the man who is all about rock and wrestling. It's Randy Carver. Randy, say hi to the fine people. How's it going today, Josh? Oh, things are good. I say rock and wrestling. You've been at a good talk about uh, wrestling and rock festivals before uh, before the show because you've uh, you've been involved in uh, in several on uh, both ends of it. So yeah, that was a a fun conversation. Maybe we'll bring that up in an Ask Limitless or another show sometime. Yeah, we've done a few of those, and uh, they're always interesting. I've been a part of some that have worked really well, and others that are really awkward. But uh, it's an experience nonetheless. So again, as you mentioned, we're going to talk about winds change and. Again, we're on the official podcast for Limitless Wrestling, and, and I, at the risk of sounding hyperbolic, uh, I thought the show was was pretty great overall. And the crowd, Randy, I'll go all Bill Simmons on you, I think it was a top five, maybe top three crowd of all time for Limitless Wrestling in terms of being hot from start to finish. I thought it was an excellent crowd, and if you're listening to this, you're in the crowd. Well done. That yeah, great. I'm I'm with you, Josh. It was an awesome atmosphere Saturday night. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, start to finish too, and uh, we we're talking about it off air. But like, legitimately, like putting together cards like this, especially like Cup season, I feel like a lot of these cards are different from one another distinctively, and um, especially this one, there were a lot of new faces uh, in terms of debuts, in terms of returns, uh, wrestlers returning to Limitless who had never even wrestled in this building before. So. Uh, to have, uh, you know, that kind of a crowd noise all night and, uh, people loving and hating these guys all over the place. That's really cool. And, uh, I don't know, man, like you said, if you were in the crowd, give it up for yourself. Cause, uh, that's the kind of atmosphere that you want at a wrestling shows. I feel. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were just into it all night and it was cool to see. And it was, it was, uh, it was pouring outside. Like I drove up at, uh, five 30. And it was like, like really slow going on the highway, not slow enough to, you know, obviously prevent people from getting there and shit, but like really slow. Of course, drive back from Yarmouth to Portland. It was like, I think it was down to 40. I could see maybe about four feet in front of me at one point. It was, it was raining that hard on the highway. It was insane. But uh, yeah, I was lucky. There was no, you know, no travel issues, no, you know, trip, any of that stuff. So everyone showed up anything on the, uh, the day of that, uh, you know, fun, funny stories of uh, set up or anything like that. Everything goes smoothly. No, everything worked out well. It was a, it was a pretty easy day. We had uh, a great crew on hand in terms of the dojo um, showing up and helping out um, a lot of new faces as well. Some of our newer students who are getting put into some new positions, uh, some new roles as the shows are going on. It was an awesome team effort all around. Uh, we had a tighter team than usual and uh, everybody really pulled their weight and did their part. So Made the night flow easy. And, Randy, the, the big news, I found a, a great new sandwich place uh, to, to hit up before the show. Really? Okay. Yeah. Ten minutes from the venue. It is called, it's a it's a variety store, North Yarmouth Variety. And they have, I got a smoked turkey and bacon wrap. Holy shit, Randy. It was so good. Had half of it on the car and then half of it on the ride home. So, yeah, if you were looking for a place just to grab a sandwich or grab something like that for the show. And just, you know, if you're hanging out or tailgating or do whatever you do and you're not eating at the venue, uh, stop by North Yarmouth variety and unpaid by this uh, variety store, 
but it's uh it was really good it was really good so definitely look at that replacement tumbies on deck (laughs) that's right maybe a little bit out of the way for you but uh yeah it's uh they were really good it was really good uh what else was i just gonna say yeah i talked about the rain uh yeah everyone was uh it was good oh i wanted to ask of course i always do we had some new people on the show at killer kelly of course we had tabernacle team returning timothy thatcher making his debut uh von vertigo as always i like to ask about the the rookies to the limitless wrestling rock room how they liked it and all that good stuff i seemed like everything went well tim thatcher the nicest scariest dude i've ever met and uh i don't know it just it was good vibes all around welcome additions to the locker room and i honestly believe uh three people will see back in limitless wrestling as soon as we can and before we get in the show let's give an update on big beef and obviously by the time you hear this we'll have a a little bit of an update on the website, but he got hurt in the main event match against the aforementioned Timothy Thatcher. We'll talk more about the match in a minute, but why don't you give an update on, on Big Beef and how he's doing on this Thursday morning? Yeah, geez. Uh, took a nasty spill off the top in that main event, the missed splash. And uh, I mean, we we had thought after the show that maybe it had, had knocked some ribs out of place and uh, maybe, you know, worst case scenario, broken a rib, but he was sucking wind bad, having a hard time breathing. Yeah, it was a tough scenario for Beef, and we were, you know, hoping the best for him that this wouldn't be something long term that was going to have to take him out of action. But uh, he did go see doctors this week, begrudgingly, after a few days of pain, and he got a diagnosis that he's got a, a pretty severe, you know, abdomen strain and should take a few weeks off. And uh, Beef is, you know, he's going to push through and, and fight through it if he can. He's going to try wrestling this weekend. Uh, actually, at the day that we record this on Thursday, he's wrestling and. Uh, j- just to kind of get a gauge on if uh, if that's something that he can push through and work through right now. But he's a tough dude, man. Feeling a lot better, but uh, obviously it wasn't the way they wanted that to go down. So maybe we'll see Beef and Thatcher again down the road. Thatcher was putting a hurting on him Saturday night. Mm, certainly was. We'll talk about that in just a minute. So let's kick off the show. So we had the opener, uh, the first ever WXW women's title match on U.S. soil historic first time of course happening in limitless wrestling ever Everett, the champion returning to the rings of limitless for the first time in a very 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 long time and taking on killer kelly making her limitless wrestling debut of course in impact wrestling and you know wrestles all over the place and getting more out there and people were into this one ava everett picking up the win at the end of the day to retain the title of course this is a lot of interference randy from art who was accompanying ava everett Art and Ava aligned all night, so no no friction, no issues. Even though Ava Ava's back in the United States, so they're um, you know they're united, and that's dangerous for everyone in Limitless Wrestling. And in situations like this, especially for Killer Kelly, who you know she was taking it ever when she could, but she had to deal with you know Ricky Smokes and Aaron Rourke in the outside of the ring. But like I mentioned, Ava Everett eventually picking up the victory through hook and by crook, and then you know beatdown happens after Randy, and then who should appear? Talked about surprises going into this. Becca, who was not scheduled for the show, ran out and she got put a hurting on Ava. And these two went at it. They went at it again later on in the night. This is uh so again, we had the Ava Ever victory, of course, and we have Ava Ever versus Becca. We'll talk where that leads uh, coming up for uh, crunch time. And this is a this is a wild scene at the end of this match. Yeah, a wild scene is right. And too much interference, if you ask me, from uh, from the art side of things. Because numerous moments in this thing, it looked like we are going to have a new WXW Women's Champion, the inaugural, taking it back, and Killer Kelly. Uh, what a pleasure to have her in the Limitless locker room. And this match, in general, was a lot of fun. 
Ava Everett, uh, as you said, got whipped pillar to post in this one, uh, beaten throughout the arena, beaten in the ring, out of the ring. And uh, it, it did take all three members of art for Ava Everett to retain and walk out WXW women's champion. Uh, she's actually a day away right now from facing Becca for the women's championship at grind. So pay mm. attention. And we may have a new WXW women's champion when the time rolls around that these two face each other on July 29th with a vacation land cup position on the line. But uh, as you said, a wild scene. And uh, I believe by the time that this podcast comes out, we're not only going to have the highlights of Ava and Kelly on YouTube, but uh, Becca making her presence felt at this, uh, at this event on YouTube as well. So Check it out on IWTV if you can, but uh, if you want to catch the highlights, we're going to have both on YouTube uh, within the next day or so. That's right. Well, again, we'll talk more about Ava and Becca in just a minute. That led into a very fun four-way in a vaca- the first of two Vacation Lamb Cup qualifiers in the night. Ichiban versus Let's Wrestle champion BRG, the returning Brian Malonis, the kingpin himself, and the debuting Von Virgo. This was a really... Really, really fun match. Again, I love the multi-man matches in Limitless because it's just, they all, to me, they all deliver. It's just action from, from bell to bell. And in the end of the day, Ichiban, who is looking absolutely shredded these days, since the last time I saw him live, which I think was at, uh, in January, he's, uh, he just looks fantastic. And he picked up the win here, so he is moving on to the Vacation Land Cup tournament coming up later this summer. And Brian Malonis, if you've not seen him live, he's a big dude, but boy, when you see him in person, he is even a bigger dude. He's, he is, I didn't realize he was as tall as he was and he just loomed over every single guy. Of course, that was a you know theme of the match is this big guy, you know, the other three competitors basically trying to take him out of the match, keep him isolated on the outside. Of course, there's only so much you can do before uh, he uh, rises like a monster from the deep and, uh, and and gets his way. But Ichiban, again, picking up the, the victory over Varn Vertigo. Of course, after the match, Brian Malone is taking his anger out on BRG. So perhaps that sets something up for the future. But I thought this was a really fun qualifier. Ichiban, I think, is he's cresting at the right time. The people are bananas, or as Pat Patterson say, banana for Ichiban. I think you got a, a future star in your hands here. And he's going to the VLC for the very first time. Dude, it's uh, it's awesome, man. Feels uh, reminiscent of, you know, wrestlers from years past where uh, they're hitting their stride and the fans are really coming around to them at the same time. I think of like uh, Christian Casanova, Chris Statlander both come to mind. Desmond Cole, the big boofer. Oh, yeah. Des- literally last year, Des Cole. And yeah, Ichiban, man, he's red hot right now. Uh, just won the Wrestling Open Championship a month ago or so. Two straight now and limitless had a win over Joseph Alexander in March. And uh, now he's, you know, he's just punched his ticket to his first vacation land cup. And uh, as you said, dude, like an impressive performance from the other three in this match as well. Brian Malonis, a destroyer in the ring. Some really cool shit from Brian Malonis. I think someone who's going to be back in limitless soon as well. And uh, we may have to settle something with him and BRG after that, because uh, Brett, Despite, you know, being at uh, each other's necks throughout this match, you know, Brett got destroyed afterwards by Brian Malonis. Yeah, and uh, again, Mr. Vertigo making his debut. Again, it's it's tough for some of these, especially in a multi-man match, a, a debuting star, wrestler, whatever you want to call them. It's, it's tough for them to actually kind of, you know, stand out. But I thought he had a, a good accounting of himself. And, you know, as you mentioned, he's going to be in the U.S. for a while. So someone you could be see back and 
who knows, limitless, let's wrestle or, or otherwise. And then we go to the second of the two VLC qualifiers. Channing Thomas taking on Desmond Cole, of course, this being a rematch from last year when Desmond Cole picking up one of, at the time was the fastest well, win ever in limitless wrestling over Channing Thomas. Of course, that as it said, uh, set off a domino of events that brought Sidney Bacabella into his life again in Limitless. And these two, of course, a world-class challenge, world classic challenge, rather. And Sidney Bacabella has been steadfast in his assertion that Chaney Thomas will be the Limitless Wrestling World Champion. Of course, a big step toward that is winning the VLC. And Channing Thomas picked up the victory here, avenging that loss. Over Desmond Cole, a very disappointed Desmond Cole. We'll get to that in a second. But Channing Thomas, he, of course, you have Sidney Bacabella, and you know, who knows what's going to happen. Big Bufa coming into this. Coming in with Little Bufa, a, uh, a young fan from the crowd, and that young fan from the crowd set Sidney Bacabella on his ass when he started talking shit in the ring. So that was a, a fun spot. People were definitely into this. And But yeah, at the end of the day, Desmond Cole not able to pick up the victory thanks to Sidney Bacabella. Uh, referee did not see Sydney essentially sweep out Desmond Cole's um, legs from the top rope. He whacked his head right on the turnbuckle. That looked like it didn't feel great. And Channing Thomas picking up the victory with his pile driver finish. And he is on to the VLC for another time and another round. And a much different Channing Thomas that we saw a year ago. Disappointed Desmond Cole afterward. And yeah, this one also delivered. Yeah, I mean, it felt like Channing Thomas was coming into the Vacation Land Cup with steam last year, but I think it's a it's a totally different thing this year with Sidney Bacabella in the mix, who seems like the secret sauce for Channing. Uh, and every time that he's in trouble or in strife, Sidney Bacabella can figure it out. And uh, maybe we should have kept Little Bufa at ringside for this one and uh, just kept an eye on Sidney Bacabella because this was in the bag for Des Cole. And uh, another, you know, coming off the match with Two Cold Scorpio, a heartbreaker here, but uh, it's just, it's up and down with Des Cole right now. And the performances are always there. Like he's, he's incredible in the ring. And it was cool, honestly, to like see what Des Cole and Channing could do in a match that did go longer than 15 seconds. I mean, uh, it, it could have gone shorter this time and almost did, but, yes. uh, a lot of fun, definitely one to seek out. I actually think, um, and I'm not sure they'll be out by the time people listen to this podcast, but I do think that we're going to drop the cup qualifiers on YouTube for free. So hmm. just keep an eye out for that. But uh, go out of your way to watch the four-way and this one, Channing and Des Cole. I feel like these two are definitely going to cross paths at some point, somewhere down the line. But, uh, you know, Channing punching his ticket right now along with Ichiban, uh, a big two to start with in the Vacation Land Cup this year. And I don't know if you know this, but, you know, Sidney Bacabella has – Kind of rocking an emo look with his hair. It was styled in a very specific <laughs> way. Jet black, like Vince McMahon is, is rocking now. It's uh I I don't you know, I don't I don't know what he's doing with uh with the a hair. Bit but in it, front of the eye, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was it was very uh, dashboard confessional, like, you know. I could see it, yeah. It's uh he's got some interesting looks. <laughs> and he gives some interesting look. Just watch him at the the merchandise table next time you're around. He I is try uh, not to. <laughs> certainly. I try yeah. to look away when he's trying to sell cigarettes to kids, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> I think I may have seen that once or twice. Anyway, let's go on to another match that was smoking. That's a nice uh, transition there, Josh. So anyway, this one, a challenge that was set up, of course, at March's Reasonable Doubt. We've talked all about this very first time above the rest, ATR taking on MSP. This was, as expected, fantastic. This was... um 
this was just great. It was an absolutely great match. One of the best, I'd say. I, it, it's, it's a standout match on a standout card, and that's really saying something. All four guys brought it. I can't even begin to recap the action, but it was exactly as expected. Um, it, it was just, it was just great. At the end, uh, ATR taking advantage of a of one little mistake and picking up the victory over MSP. So their star continues to rise in Limas, picking up victories, of course, again, over the workhorseman, over Art, and now over MSP. So we're interesting to see what's up with them. But after the match, it really piqued my interest, Randy, is ATR, Tristan Ty, Gabriel Sky, go to shake the hands of Aiden Agro and Danger Kid. And DK and, and AA just leave the ring. They wanted no part of shaking hands, no sportsmanship, had a, had a chance to walk it back, and instead just kept walking to the back. And these guys just left. I don't know what's going on with them. Of course, um, you know, they were catching some uh, some shit later on from Dirty Dango we'll talk about. But, like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, these guys had a great run and, and just sore losers. I hate to say it, Randy, but MSP, what's going on with these guys? I mean, I think it's got to be tough to accept that there are some new kids on the block, you know what I mean, who are uh, maybe the kids on the block, you know. It's been a minute since MSP has not only been tested to this degree in a limitless ring, but beaten straight up. And, uh, I mean, there are not many teams in the history of Limitless who get one up on MSP and they have to go sit and think about it. It's just, you know, look at the history. It doesn't happen very often. So, um, I mean, I can imagine in a situation like that, emotions get the best of you. I don't want to put any words in their mouth. Maybe we'll get them on the podcast to talk about it at some point, but this was, like you said, an incredible contest, incredible tag team wrestling on this card in general. But, uh, man, this was good. And above the rest, just continue to get the job done, continue to rise to the occasion in big match situations. What more can you ask of a team, man? People love these dudes. And, uh, I think that's tough for MSP to accept right now. I gotta be honest. Yeah. Sky and, uh, Sky and Ty are just, they've, They've really, yeah, they've really just connected with limitless audience. They're really into them. And they have, I mean, they haven't been in for that many matches, but when they have been, I mean, we're talking like what, four or so, I believe. And, but they've made an impact every single time. It's, uh, it's really cool to see. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's not often that something like this happens organically like this. You know what I mean? And it really isn't. So it's a credit to them. I, I think that they're, they're just, they're real, man. They're, they're unique. They're different. They're not the same that you see all the time. And I think that really hits with people. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what's next for MSP. But yeah, it was a surprise to see that at the end. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what's going on with them next time out. Next time out for Tabernacle Team, who came out for the first time in, what, six years to a limitless ring. Of course, we talked about the reasons for that in the past. But just said, yeah, just uh, it finally decided to make their, their return south of the border from Canada. And Randy, I got to tell you, and you and I had talked, I believe it was text. Yeah, I think it might have been text when when uh, you announced that TDT was coming back. And I said, well, maybe you might, might want to throw a couple of matches on YouTube to kind of maybe familiarize with like the, the new school fan, so to speak. Brother, these people, these people, these fans knew exactly who these guys were after six years. And they were lit AF to see these guys. It was un. Believable the pop for these guys coming out, standing ovation. Mike Labby, tears in his eyes. This was a, a, a like this was really cool to see because it's like I, you know, I had no doubt that they would they would get over just because of, of the fact of their reputation, how much you've talked to them about all that stuff. 
But from the get-go, people were ready to see these guys. And I, I don't know if it was, again, a mix of just people that had been going to shows for so long, they remember them or just whatever. But they were into this. And, of course, Art, uh, Ricky Smokes, and um, uh, Aaron Rourke, of course. And we'll talk about what happened afterward. But this was this was another fun match. TDT brought it in their return. So I think the, you know, the people that didn't know them got a, a great education. These two are uh, really tight in the ring, a good mix of power, a good mix of, of speed. And in the end, of course, um, as was the case earlier, Art with interference, getting up, getting the win over the returning Tabernacle team. And they start putting the boots, these guys afterwards. And Becca has had enough. She comes back out. And this place, Randy, I, I, I think the word I, I wrote down at the time was molten as far as how hot they got for Becca and Ava going at it again. This was, plug your ears, this was fucking insane how crazy people were for this. Absolutely nuts. Uh, but in the end of the day, yeah, Art picking up a win that snapped a uh, two-match winning, a losing streak, I believe. And, of course, TDT not wanting to come back with a loss, but here we are. And a loud, 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 please come back chant. This was a, this was a scene, man. This was an absolute scene. Yeah, I think uh, I think much like above the rest, Tabernacle team six years ago just made such an impression on the Limitless Wrestling audience, and uh, we still have a lot of diehards, you know, holding true to coming to these Limitless shows and you know screaming their hearts out for these guys still to this day from six years ago, which is so sick. So people were very excited to see them back, and uh, like you said, Art getting back on track. I think uh, the three of them being in the building changes the dynamic and it changes everything despite becca evening the odds getting ava out of there uh that was what unfortunately provided the distraction for rourke to hit a double nut shot and really orchestrate uh the the win for art in that moment aaron rourke took over and took the wheel and, and got it to the finish line but yeah deafening please come back chance for tabernacle the team after the match i don't think you have to worry about that uh as long as TDT are coming over the border and they're coming to the United States, they'll be coming to Limitless Wrestling. So uh, excited to have them back. Uh, a lot of matches now on the table, dream matches for Tabernacle to have because, uh, you know, this one was well in the bag before we had Ava Everett step up there and then Aaron Rourke took over the rest. And I can't, I am, I'm completely losing track of when the challenge was made, but uh, to the, I'll just kind of summarize as this a challenge is made between Becca and Ava Everett. For a VLC qualifying match at crunch time, Saturday, July 29th. We'll talk more about that, that card in a minute. But the rivalry between these two continues and it just boiled over. And both these two think they deserve a shot in the cup tournament and they're going to get a chance to prove it in, in July. And I can't imagine, I mean, we're a couple months away. Uh, the hatred between these two, I think, is just going to get worse. And I am, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens in this match. And I think a lot of other people are as well. This one, okay. <laughs> I keep saying, like, I have to take a pause at just remembering how absolutely insane this was. So, again, we mentioned surprises, and I may have heard that a certain competitor was going to be on the show, and lo and behold, he was. Dirty Dango, making his surprise return to Limitless Wrestling Ring. He probably surprised you as well. You don't know when Dango is going to show up. So he shows up, and of course, you know, he gets on the mic, and, you know, he's been kind of a, a jerk, and Impact Wrestling lately, Randy. I don't know if you know this with Joe Hendry's going after the Digital Media Championship this weekend. And he starts, you know, ripping the fans and saying that, Randy, he's just in this for the money. He gets the checks from you apparently every month. I didn't know that was an option. He's a he fucking just, loose cannon, bro. Yeah, yeah. He's just taking all the money and he's, he's four. And 
all this stuff. And he wants a fight. He's basically any guy that thinks he's a, a man in the back, come on out and, and fight. And lo and behold, a true man, Rip Bison comes out, a guy that I don't think anyone wants to fight in dark alley or a well-lit alley or any type of alley, open field. These two have a brawl and a half. This thing goes all over the building. I, I need to rewatch this uh, this match. I rewatched the whole show. Obviously, being there live, you miss some stuff because everyone's standing up. But this thing went like to parts of the Anvets. I didn't know that you could get into. We'll talk about the leap in a second. But I mean, up on like these these um these risers that they have on the side, these ram like kind of box type things that people usually sit on. They were fighting up there, fighting over here, fighting over there. And finally, Randy. So I, I usually uh, have been standing near the back, near the door, nice and uh, nice and cool there, good vantage point and everything. And these two behemoths start coming my way. And you know, Randy, I'm I'm not afraid to scrap, but I decided I'm going to get the hell out of the way because these two are <laughs> going crazy. And these two start fighting by the uh, like a storage area at the back. Anyone that's been to Ambets knows knows where it is. It's right inside to the right when you go in. And these guys go in the door and have a little brawl and Dango walks out. And then all of a sudden, and I got video of this that I posted on Twitter that uh, got retweeted. I have a, the longer video. For some reason, I couldn't post it. But <laughs> like a, a goddamn sea creature, all of a sudden, you see Rip Bison come up from the top of this like this wall, that's that uh, storage area. Apparently, you can get up there somehow. I thought there was a roof on it. There isn't. Or if there was, Rip busted right through it. Rip goes up through this thing and then does a giant leap down with a double axe handle on Dirty Dango, the damnedest thing I've ever seen, as Jim Ross would say. And this was just a wild brawl. In the end, uh, Ripper hitting the big lariat to get the victory. Does a promo with Sam Latour in the ring afterwards, talking about Japan. However, uh, he gets interrupted by another surprise here, an unwelcome surprise, Randy. Former Let's Wrestle champion, Mac Daniels. Mac comes out and he starts running down Rip and his Japanese dreams being uh, coming true and everything. And long story short, these two are going to have a number one contenders match at, uh, at crunch time with the winner going on to challenge Big Beef for the uh, Limitless Wrestling World title at the Vacation Land Cup. So we got matches set up, we have people jumping off shit. It is, this was, again, this was a scene. Yeah, there's so much going on here. Uh, Dirty Dango literally uh, arriving on a flight from New Jersey, I think 30 minutes before bell time, mm. uh, rolling into the arm with Amvets, calling out anybody who wanted to fight Rip Bison, of course, never going to back down from a challenge. And this was wild. I don't think anybody expects a Dango match to go quite like this. And uh, these two were fighting on the side, uh, set up a couple chairs on one of the benches nearby and were uh, exchanging shots and my, I don't know. It was just nuts, dude. Um, and yeah, I, I did not realize that was possible either that someone could access the, the top of that storage facility in the corner. What a huge achievement that is for Ripper, uh, being able to check that one off the bucket list and making that dream come true. And of course he still wants to become limitless wrestling champion. And now that really puts a, a pressure on the timeline for Ripper to get that done as soon as he can before he departs for three months or more. Mac Daniels, of course, sticking his neck out there and getting himself in places where he doesn't belong like usual. But, uh, you know, he said it. He is one of the longest reigning champions in the world of Limitless Wrestling. And 
Uh, he's looking for the next step up, and that's going to be a very tough one to do against Rip Bison. But yeah, again, I don't know if we're giving this enough props. Rip Bison jumped from that whole storage. Like, it, I again, it was kind of one of those things like, like, what's happening? And like, oh my God, he is going to jump from the top. Like, I, I'm, I'm so fascinated by this whole thing. That was absolutely insane. Yeah, I, uh, I don't expect we'll see something like that again soon, but uh, just crazy, dude, just crazy. I, I didn't expect it. And then uh, all of a sudden, literally just from the stage, all of a sudden seeing his head pop out, it was like, oh, shit, what the hell is going to happen? Like, I honestly, like, didn't know if that wall would support anybody standing up there. It's such a thin wall. So, like, there's, oh, my God, the, can you just imagine? for error is pretty thin doing anything like that. I mean, you you fans thought that the cage collapsing during that classic limitless moment years ago was something. You imagine that whole walking down. Yeah, with a bunch of like with a trophy case on the oh side. Oh my shit. god! Wow, that was something. If you haven't seen it, catch it again. If you're listening to this, you definitely have. But watch it again ten more times. Crazy. And let's get to the uh, the main event of the night. Of course, we had uh, Big Beef defending the limitless wrestling title for the very first time, avoiding trying to avoid being a one and done champion. And against a very tough competitor, tough isn't even giving it, uh, not even the right word for it. Timothy Thatcher, uh, GHC tag team champion and former competitor all over the world, a spot the best, and is a just a catch wrestling god. He's just so, he's so good. And he beat the ever loving shit out of Beef for what felt like 30 minutes. Just Beef kept trying to rally, couldn't rally. Thatcher just, hold after hold after stretch after painful stretch every part of his body beef's body was turning red it was just a, a an ass kicking and again you mentioned uh you know beef getting uh getting hurt um off of think of off the dive and uh hurting getting an ab strain to some degree a muscle strength that was you know maybe a rib that he was talking about or bulging rib he's talking about that night i believe but in the end of the day uh, he was able to rally and somehow get a small package off a suplex and was able to tie up Thatcher for uh, for the one, two, three. And again, we kind of alluded to earlier, it was uh, not not how things were expected to go, I guess. I don't know if there's any real great way of saying that, but certainly the injury didn't didn't help things. It kind of had to, um, you know, that's how things went. And so B picking up the victory there. Still picks up the win, and now he moves on to, yeah, his next event will be in... Uh, I assume, unless he'll be announced for crunch time, his next event will be at the uh, the VLC, unless you're going to tell me otherwise. Oh, I think we're going to be seeing beef at crunch time. Dude. Whoa. Uh, yeah. All right. This is a, I mean, listen, man. Uh, he said from the beginning he wants all comers. He wants to defend this on every single show possible, and that's that's not something we're going to shy away from. So there's a, there's a lot of competitors who are looking for a first shot at a championship who maybe have earned the right and uh, feel like they've been waiting on the side for a hot minute. So we're going to address some of those, you know, in the coming months. There's there's a lot of defenses that are on the horizon for beef that have, uh, you know, maybe been put to the side before or people who have stated their case and uh, definitely have a case to be stated. Mm, Interesting. But yeah. And you know, any, you definitely know if you've seen beef social media and you kind of get a sense of the man, he is not going to be thrilled with that performance. And he is going to want to come out uh, hair on fire for the second one and really, really, really make a statement as Lima's wrestling champion. I, I would put a, I'd put a guarantee on that. Yeah, I would too. That's a motivated dude. And uh, 
not only wants to be crushing it every single time, but is uh, really passionate about his performances, passionate about the matches that he has and the places that he goes, the people that he sees. Uh, it means a great deal to him, I think, to to be the Limitless Wrestling Champion, to be coming up here. And I think he's going to be fucking firing on all cylinders uh, at crunch time at the Vacation Land Cup and whatever comes forward for beef. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. So looking forward to that. Uh, again, full event is available to stream on IWTV. The show get up there quick. Uh, I'll have a recap up here in the next couple of days, probably by the time you listen to this. If you want to read along, get some other additional thoughts. But yeah, this is overall, a uh, I thought, a really great show. I think uh, many of these matches will be in my top 20 list at the end of the year. And shout out to the Limitless fans. Another sellout, which was awesome to see. And also, Randy, I'm going to embarrass you. A shout out to you as well. Excellent. You're do, you do the promotions on fire. I've said that before. And again, not uh, not just blowing smoke. You're doing something right. The fans are connecting, and boy, they really responded. And and uh, they this was, I thought this was a really great night for for you and the company. So well done. It felt like a good night, honestly. And uh, you know, they don't always feel like that. To be real, and we're mm-hmm. we're pretty candid with each other on how we feel about the shows and i don't know everything of the sort but uh this felt good man uh crew really did their part and uh all the wrestlers and just an amazing fan base too uh, that keeps supporting and it's three straight sellouts with standing room sellouts as well at the yarmouth Anvets, which is amazing and uh you know something that we just hope to get that kind of steam back from uh from a couple years ago and i definitely think we have it back now with such a fresh group of fans and some fans who have been with us from the very beginning. So it's, uh, it's cool all around lately. That's right. Yeah. And if I know you, as I've known you for a couple of years, you're not going to rest on your laurels and you're going to keep bringing killer cards back, which include Saturday, July 29th, limitless returning to this very venue, Yarmouth, Maine, the Amvets, the home of limitless wrestling in Southern Maine for crunch time, 2023, the second edition ever of crunch time. And again, the final stop for the VLC. And if you remember a year ago, everybody, we talked about how much fun crunch time was into the Vacation Land Cup, into the anniversary show. It's like a perfect trio. So events coming up for the, the, the summer and then the early fall. I, this is, it, you've mentioned it's be, best time of the year. It, it's like very similar to how like other promotions build to their, you know, their big events of the year. This is like, this is like the run up. This is kind of like your, uh, you know, the road to WrestleMania, the road to the anniversary show, you know, something like that, where just everything flows together, makes sense. And storyline wise, it's a it's a really tight time. And we have a few big announcements, of course. Rip Bison against Mac Daniels for the number one contendership to Big Beef. We talked about that. That was made at the show. We talked about Becca versus Ava Everett in a VLC qualifying match. That was made at the show. However, Randy, another big announcement going to break right here. Former. Limitless Wrestling Champion Alec Price will be on the card for crunch time. His return to Yarmouth for the first time since defeating Des Cole in January and his uh, Limitless uh, run back up to the title continues. Limit uh, Alec Price is going to be back in the house at crunch time. Big news. The prize Alec Price back in Yarmouth first time since January, as you said. Uh, we saw him in action against Judas Icarus when we were in Herman in April. That one's up for free on the YouTube channel if you'd like to check it out, but uh, it seems like everybody starts to pop out around cup season again. That's true. That's true. Of course, you mentioned Big Beef is going to be on the show. That's a little bit of breaking news as well. So tickets are going to go on sale next week, I believe, on limitlesswrestling.com slash tickets. One other thing before we move to Let's Wrestling and wrap things up, do we What is? Do we have a, an announced format yet for the VLC? Is it still the, the four 
four tournament matches in the four way, or are you still figuring that out? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's same as it's been every year. Uh, we got four opening round matches. Uh, they could be anything, but I, it looks to be this year they're going to be singles matches. Um, of course, in years past where we had uh, the prestigious explosion, we had MSP going one on one on one in a triple threat match. There have been occasions where a triple threat match does make its way into the opening round, but uh, it does look like this year we're going to have four singles matches to open things up in the opening round. The winners moving on to a four-way elimination final. Yeah, big stuff coming up. Again, uh, it's a great time of year and looking forward to the road to the anniversary show. And, of course, let's talk about really quick uh, Let's Wrestle returning to Brewer, Maine, Saturday, June 10th. One of the biggest events of the year, of course, Let's Rumble, the 2023 edition. Of course, at the new home of uh, Let's Wrestle, the indoor yard sale at the 80 Redmond Road in Brewer, Maine. And we talked about this uh, a little bit last week out, but of course, Anthony Green, former two-time Limitless Wrestling World Champion, returning, uh, of course, doing his work in pro wrestling, Noah in Japan, has returned stateside for a short time, and he's going to return to face the former Let's Wrestle Champion, Mac Daniels. This should be a good one. Yeah, I cannot wait for this one, dude. Uh, Mac Daniels, I mean, this is a real test ahead of the Rip Bison match on 729. Uh, now you're facing someone who's been there and done that. Anthony Green, a former Limitless Wrestling World Champion, two times over, returning from Pro Wrestling Noah, probably in the best shape of his in-ring career right now, training every single day in Japan, and uh, he's coming back with a fire lit under his ass and going one-on-one with Mac Daniels very quick into his return to the U.S. So. Uh, I hope the main attraction is ready for, you know, the waters that he's kind of entered into here because he's got AG and Rip Bison coming up in both Let's Wrestle and Limitless Wrestling. That's a tall, tall task for the main attraction. Yeah, he's going to snap a uh, losing streak and looking to kind of get back in, but he's confident as ever, and we'll see what happens against uh, Anthony Green on June 10th. Let's Wrestle, of course, BRG, the fighting champion, the opposite of Mac Daniels, defending the Let's wrestle championship against Eric Johnson. We talked a little about this last week, and this one is interesting because it's uh, again the, these two have been uh, tied together in the past, kind of a, a you know teacher versus student. And I guess you could say, in a sense, I think it's the way you put it before. But yeah, these two are going to go at it, and obviously a big size advantage for Eric Johnson. And he's a guy that you know is coming back off this injury, has looked good so far in his return. And he wants to win. That's his, no matter what, Eric Johnson said, I want to win. And I believe I'm one of the best in the state. I'm one of the best in Let's Wrestle or Limit Wrestling, given the opportunity. And he wants this title, Randy. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I think he's got something to prove, especially since coming back from his injury. And, of course, uh, was expecting to dethrone Mac Daniels for the Let's Wrestle Championship. BRG beat him to the punch. And now, uh, after defeating Mac Daniels, uh, maybe with a little help from BRG and uh, maybe causing a little issue between Brett and Eric uh, specifically, but he's got Brett on tap now, and uh, it doesn't really matter to Eric who it is. Uh, he would have preferred it to have been Mac, but now that it's Brett, he's got no problem dethroning Brett as well. And uh, Brett and Eric have quite a history together for longtime fans of Maine wrestling. Of course, Eric used to run IWE when Brett was there uh, for a portion of the time that Brett was there, I should say. And Ironically enough, despite, uh, you know, Brett being on a lot of the same shows with Eric throughout uh, his early time period in wrestling, these two never crossed paths in the ring, have never gone one-on-one. So this is a first-time ever matchup as well as a championship matchup. It's going to be very interesting to see this one go down on June 10th. And let's see, where did Matt... Oh, there we go. Uh, Let's see, we have the 
new Let's Wrestle Tag Team Champions will be crowned. We'll be talking about this for a while. We have the Sea Wolves taking on MSP versus Alexander Lee and, and the mass hole Mike McCarthy. Of course, Mike McCarthy is not to, uh, what do you say? He has had the championship before. He is a wild man, as Alexander Lee, so no stranger to titles. MSP, of course, uh, sell titles in other promotions. The Sea Wolves looking to be the uh, the new kids on the scene, so to speak, and, and upend these veterans. This should be a very interesting three-way and guaranteed new Let's Wrestle Tag Team Champions. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get the uh, the tag division of Let's Wrestle really kicking again. Tag champions being crowned. New ones for the first time in about three years. Um, so it's awesome to bring these back into the mix. And uh, I'm interested to see how this plays out. I mean, it's always uh, intriguing to me when you've got MSP and Alexander Lee on opposing sides in a matchup. Uh, something's got to give there. Masso Mike McCarthy. Uh, as he said, he wants to make history, becoming the first person ever to be not only Let's Wrestle champion, but a Let's Wrestle tag team champion as well. And the Sea Wolves, like you said, uh, really trying to prove to these vets and uh, some of their trainers in this matchup as well that they can not only hang but be successful in the uh, the same pools that their trainers and maybe guys that they look up to like Mike McCarthy are uh, swimming in right now. That's right. Of course, the Let's Rumble, a very fun event. You can watch old ones on IWTV and I believe on uh, Limitless Wrestling's uh, YouTube channel as well. So some of the competitors, and of course more to come, the one and only Donkey Boy Bandit, Jay Rue, Jason Maverick, Samuel Radcliffe, Quesi Asante, and a representative of Marion Lawless. You want to explain a representative, how what that means? I, I mean, I have no clue who Marion Lawless is bringing to the table here. The master of the dark side, Lord Lawless, making his return to main wrestling. It's been many years since Marion Lawless has been around. This is a big get, Josh. I don't know hmm. if you really understand, but uh, the Lawless Alliance was popping back in the day. Uh, Lawless was a manager many years throughout the main wrestling scene, um, IWE specifically, but uh, really all over the state and uh, managed our own Johnny Torres and Scott Aces Wild to a pair of tag team championships in IWE back in the day. Um, but a representative of Marion Lawless's past, he'll bring along with him for the Rumble on June 10th. I cannot wait to see who it is. I'm very intrigued, but um, I'm stoked to have him back. Uh, I can't wait. So uh, just stay tuned. There's a lot more Rumble announcements on the way this coming week and, of course, uh, the week leading into it as well. Great stuff. Yeah, so we'll be uh, back to talk about that coming up. And maybe uh, next time out, Randy, you feel like doing an, an Ask Limo, so we haven't done one of those in a while. Yeah, let's get one done. It's It's been months at this point. Yeah, yeah we got a, uh, yeah, we got a long time to go before, um, before June. Maybe some other maybe some other ideas. Maybe an interview or two. We can maybe do something like that coming up in the month ahead. I'm sure there's a few people we can we can talk to. But, yeah, there's uh, some good stuff coming up in the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, even though Limitless is off for a little bit until July. But, of course, all types of developments, as always. Give you some plugs. Obviously, the Mojo at the Dojo series. You can check that out on YouTube, IWTV, Facebook, and so on and so forth. Not too hard to find that. Of course, PMC Channel 5, 8.30 p.m. in Portland on Fridays and the greater Westbrook area. Replays throughout the week. Catch the latest and Limitless Wrestling Action, IWTV. Of course, that's your home for Limitless Wrestling Action. Full events, past events, Let's Wrestle content, all kinds of good stuff there. Really cheap pricing. It's only like 10 bucks a month, something like that. You get independence from all over the world. You have wrestling for days and days and days and still not even be close to scratching the surface. Of course, Pluto TV. And social media, LW Main on Twitter, Limitless Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. 
Let's Wrestle 207 on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Randy underscore Carver LW on Twitter. Josh Nason on Twitter. LimitlessWrestling.com for all your ticket and merchandise needs. Of course, that coming up next weekend, or sorry, next week rather, would be the on sale coming up for the July Crunch Time event. And also, Randy, am I correct? Are you putting out some new merch? I see some new shirts floating around uh, the end. That's the other night. Did you? What did you see? I, I don't know. Was it like a, a limitless? Was it a different take on the license plate shirt or just different colors? Or for some reason, something caught my eye. I'm like, oh, I think that might be new. I don't know. Uh, there are definitely, yeah. We I think there are some new colors that were put out um, probably at the Herman show. And then we had whatever left over. We restocked the black ones actually for the last show. So I, see. I think there's some color variants of the license plate going around now. Mm. Okay, good stuff. Yeah, so anyway, you can obviously get your merchandise uh, at Limitless Shows, of course, LimitlessWrestling.com, but tickets go on sale for Crunch Time next week, and yeah, all types of good stuff going on. So that's going to be it. For Randy Carver, I'm Josh Nason. Until next time, be Limitless.